we can, uh, in fact, call the meeting to order because we do have a quorum. Yes. Um, as you all know, the lead has not been here for a while, and uh, Sue Lessman has resigned, which brings our total number down to seven, and 50% of seven is three and a half, and Tony is more than a half. I so. <laughs> so we, we do have a quorum. So uh, we're going to call our, our meeting to order. Everybody would stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rather than jump into the agenda, the most important thing is to congratulate Lynn on her retirement. So she has been such a stalwart supporter yes. of our organization and much of what we have got accomplished is through her intervention, talking to her boss saying, hey, this is a good idea, help them out. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was a uh, Board of Supervisors meeting uh, last Tuesday in which uh, the Area Agency on Aging was uh, presented a proclamation, and uh, Lynn will talk about that later, but uh, Phyllis Randall at the time said that the Area Agency on Aging was one of her favorite organizations because of all of the volunteer work that uh, they provide the county she says that there is one of those big presentation checks in her office that records the three million plus the dollars, uh, the value that the Area Agency on Aging has contributed to the county over, over a year. Uh, uh, and since you were not members uh, last year, we, didn't, we haven't had that uh, celebration for a couple of years, but it's scheduled now for September. Yeah. If you're in, yeah, the recognition. If you're in the neighborhood, you should yes. wangle a, a I will. Okay, I good. Shoot. However, may I add something to that? You may, you may. So you, may. Uh, you might know my wife, Mary Lou's, uh, has a volunteer team, and uh, the vo that volunteer team has just been selected as the, I guess it's the uh, senior adult uh, volunteer team of the year for the work they did on the Medicare program. Wow. Oh, nice. And uh, on Thursday night, oh. uh, they'll get their. Uh, awards and Ms. Uh, Randall will be there to hand out the nice the certificates. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and you should uh, have uh, your bride humble to <laughs> Phyllis. Uh, you know, my husband's a member of the COA and the area agency. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, the VIACAP is part of the area agency on aging, so we don't need to add more substance. But uh, <laughs> We'll let uh, Lynn comment on that a little bit later and, and read the proclamation. So uh, we now have fulfilled our obligation of starting the meeting. And uh, the first event is the service agency reports. Uh, I know that we had the, the summary. Mm -hmm. The report. Had it somewhere. That's all right. And Rochelle is here, Rich. Oh, oh. Uh, I have not met her. This is her first meeting in person. 
Why, Rochelle? Part of my work is supposed to welcome guests, so welcome. <laughs> so uh, I, I remember glancing at, uh, at your summary, and uh, there is a, a nice improvement uh, this past month from the preceding month, or at least recognizable. Talk to us about what you're doing. About what we're doing. In, like, yeah. Give me a more detailed question. Oh, sure, sure, Besides sure. working, we're working. <laughs> so. That's right. Uh, and uh, your report uh, acknowledges the number of abuse reports received and their resolution and from whence they came. And so um, one of the surprises I think that we uh, all acknowledge is that uh, last month uh, uh, we were told the number of cases that you are now working. Uh, so the report just says, hey, here are the, the new reports. So how many cases are you now working? Well, in April, we worked a total of 129 cases <clears throat> with one person on leave. So, um, let's see. Out of those cases, we had 13 of those were, were 20, what we call 24-hour cases. So we had to respond within 24 hours <clears throat> to see what was going on. And then the other ones were what we would consider seven-day cases. So seven days to respond and to get out there and to see And so the 24-hour cases uh, implies there's some severity to the issue. And uh, give us some examples of what a 24-hour case would be. Physical abuse or sexual abuse mm -hmm. would be a 24-hour case. Okay. And then oftentimes when you arrive at the home, it's not a 24-hour case. Mm -hmm. But we have to take the caller for face value. Of course, yeah. You know? And then you get in there and you try to put some help needs in there and see what you can do to help. Yeah. To and so does just a, a single representative of your organization go out or do you go out as a team? Depends on what those circumstances are. If it's um, if the report comes in that there might be some agitation or some mental health, then we're going to go out with the team, or yeah. we're going to go out with law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so we're going to work with the So of those 24-hour cases that you had during April, how many of them were successfully resolved uh, or determined not to be a 24-hour case? So in other words, less severity. None of them. All 13 were 24-hour cases. All 24-hour cases, oh well. Yeah. And they're all being worked. <clears throat> Man, staffed. Unsettling. Unsettling. But, uh, Rich, may I ask a question? You may. So, uh, if you get a call to your office and you feel that there's some agitation or whatever, you said that you would call uh, law enforcement to accompany you. Do they, is the reverse also true? If they know that there's some reason. Uh, to suspect some mental agitation or something, will they engage you or do they just go and handle it on their own? Normally they don't call us before they right. go, but once they get there, if they see it's an APS situation, they absolutely call us from the scene. Okay. 
and then you know we'll we'll meet them there because they wouldn't know necessarily right exactly or as you would <clears throat> right right yeah it's a different you know it's a different set of right. of initial calls right. but they yeah definitely law enforcement would involve us and we would work together as a team to see how we could help the individual or the family right yeah of could, course could be the whole family Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Kind of an, an addition to that, do you actually work with uh, enforcement to help them understand more about the cases that uh, you may see? And the reason my husband's favorite thing of the week is to read the police reports for Percival. And his comment oftentimes is most of these are home domestic problems mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I just wondered how the uh, police department works. He's impressed by the resolution oftentimes. And uh, I wonder if you work with them to help them understand the best ways to handle people. I'm not sure what happened prior to COVID and I came right at the beginning of COVID. So I'm not sure what the training was prior to that, but I would think most of the officers that are going out to those kind of calls are CIT, um, Crisis and Training Certified. Oh, okay. So I'm sure that has a that's a big big piece of it. You know, they're they're probably sending their CIT officers out, and CIT is wonderful training. Um, I took that in Falk here because of the nature of the calls that were called out on. So I would think that there probably is some, some training happening in the background, but to answer your question honestly, I don't know what that training looked like and what it will look like going forward after COVID, right? Post-COVID, what does training look like now? Thank you. Mm -hmm. May I ask a question? By all means. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so. One of the questions I wanted to know is who typically makes the call? Is it a family member? Is it the senior themselves? It can be all of those. So mm -hmm. it, it can be um, the senior mm -hmm. who's calling for help. Most of the time, though, it's a concerned family member or a neighbor. I would say a good 80% of the time, that's usually what it is. So do they find that, if it's a family member, do they find that it's a caregiver that's... that's Not always. Okay. Sometimes um, a majority of APS cases, no matter what county you're in, no matter what state, are going to be self-neglect cases. And that's normally what a family member, they're very concerned, they don't know how to help, right. they don't know what resources are out there, so they'll call APS for an intake and then we try to connect them to different resources while we're also evaluating mm -hmm. what needs to be done. We're also in the background connecting family to those resources, uh -huh. but yeah, most of the time it is family. And then is there like a temporary like solution? Is there temporary housing or how do you <clears throat> Good luck it? with temporary housing anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that's, mm. that's a tough call. And again, no matter what county, what state temporary housing is just almost non-existent, right? However, when you're working with a family, a lot of times you can find other family members that can come in and, and do some right. caregiving, or right. you can help families work out a schedule for caregiving. 
Some might be able to spend the night. You know, so there's all, there's normally a solution within that family. Okay. And and families normally are the best resources, right? right? They can be right. the worst enemy and the best, the best resource. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then one other question. When it's the 24-hour, when you have the 24-hour response time, mm -hmm. what then do you typically do within that 24 hours? Well, most of the time, the 24 hours is where they need like some, some emergency companion until we can get the family on board right. and figure out, hey, let's, what's the best way to work this as a team? How can we help you help you know, take care of your loved one or, right. or to find out what they need? So a lot of those are comp emergency companion cases. And then we stay there. We stay on scene until oh. we can get all the companion stuff in order so that that individual is not alone <clears throat> and get it by time and it by safe time. And do you find that they're receptive to that? Not always. Yeah. Not always. You learn to be a fast talker and a good talker <laughs> real quick. Verbal right. judo is on hand. Right. All the time. Right. <laughs> because they don't want you in their home. Right. They've been, you know, they're independent. They've been independent. Sure. You're a stranger coming into their home, um, and it's frightening. What are you here for? You know, right. are you here to take me away? Are you here mm -hmm. to take me out of my home? Mm -hmm. Are you here to kick me out? Are you here to tell me to clean up? Yeah. So. It's it's tough. I am actually dealing with that with my ninety eight year old grandfather. Oh. So talking him down right. <laughs> that we're you know that's not the position, right? So I have to view almost everyone like that. Mm -hmm. What's 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 the the common caring connection, and you have to find that in about twenty seconds yep. so yeah. that you can connect. And I, all, I always sort of picture my grandfather in that place mm -hmm. and the dignity where, where I've got to find a connection so I can yep. encourage yep. the dignity to be retained mm -hmm. and then jump in there and work really mm -hmm. fast, right? Oh, yeah, I get it. But, yeah, family is family's vital. Good. It's crucial. But I have a question. I'm working with a, a person in New York City right now who doesn't have a family. Uh, in a similar sort of situation. What do we do in Loudoun County with people who don't have families? Because not everybody has Right, not everybody has beautiful family that we wish everyone had. Right, and not everybody has, has helpful family, right? So that's why I said about 80%. You know what? Yeah. Well, and then, then you use, after you make that 20-second connection, you want to know who's the support, right? So you're, you're going to engage in conversation. Who do you call most often? Mm-hmm. That's going to tell you who their supports are, what their friend, who their friend scope is. Do they have a support base, or are they isolated? In that case, we're going to pick up the phone. We're going to start calling volunteers. You know, like, do you have someone, right? And and we're going to look at the companion, that twenty-four hour companion, and that's that's going to be crucial. And then you're connecting them if they're able, right? If they're able, then you're connecting them to the resources, like this resource. Yeah. And when they're not able, then does it go to a guardianship, or what happens from there? If they're not, yeah, if they don't have capacity, then we're looking at guardianship, and that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a long process, because we don't have a list of attorneys that are saying, hey, sure, I'll do this pro bono guardianship case for you. Again, you better pull out your verbal judo when you pick up that phone right. and start cold-calling attorneys, because you need their help. And you have to make it 
You have to find a heartstring really quick and, and kind of tug on it. Because if someone doesn't have capacity... And in that case, you're actually finding an attorney to represent the senior or the person. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, because the next step after that is placement. You know, we need placement. Thanks, Rochelle. Yeah. And thanks, Lakeisha. Oh, thanks. Uh, for those of you who have met Lakeisha, she was at our last meeting. She and her mom thanks. are very interested in uh, senior welfare, so yeah. we appreciate your being here <laughs> as guests. So uh, always willing to entertain any questions you have. So Thank you. Thank you. Um, thanks, Rochelle. That was superb. Sent chills yeah. down my spine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have memories of our parents and mm. and how their elder years were handled, and uh, hopefully we don't have issues of, that we have to remember because of their being abused by any right. caretaker or anybody else. So <coughs> thanks very much. Uh, we have no speaker. Uh, and we've had our public guest comments. Yes, we have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just the one. Uh, and two. And um, so uh, approval of meeting minutes. We didn't have a meeting the last time. We just had, didn't have a quorum. And so I don't know how that's handled, Lynn. Uh, we have to have approval first of the March 8th because there was no, oh, we didn't have a quorum oh, last oh, yeah, time yeah, to yeah. approve oh, the okay. March, March 8th, first. Yeah. So, for those of you who do not have the March 8th meeting minutes, uh, there are copies here uh, to refresh your memory. Uh, would you care for a copy, Kathy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm looking for it in my phone. Yeah. Oh, sure, of course. Thank you so much. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Lakeisha, would you like to see a comment? Yes, please. We got plenty. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Rochelle. Thank you. Go off and do your good thing. That's where I'm off to. <laughs> okay, so uh, please take a moment and uh, quickly read, review. Uh, uh, the information that's in the March meeting to include a fantastic guest speaker, uh, one Mary Lou Wilkins. Uh, and um, Medicare beneficiaries, uh, probably Medicaid more than Medicare, well, no Medicare. Uh, one of the comments was that uh, statistical information on Medicare beneficiaries, how many ben Medicare beneficiaries? She are. did send that, I think, to mm -hmm. Lynn. Oh. You know, yeah. Yeah, we sent that out. Mm -hmm. Terry sent yeah, that out and, and these minutes and everything. Whoops. But it comes to mind, uh, and I'll just go into a segue. No, I'll, I'll wait to segue till later. So we're just uh, reviewing minutes now. You know how I know she sent it out? Because I walked into her office and said, did you send that out? <laughs> 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 yes, she did. Uh -huh. Good for you. Uh, Can I get a copy, Lynn, of the March? There, the March 8th. Yes, should be the yeah, second yeah, document yes, over. Yeah, I, I have the summary. Oh, okay, thank you. I'm just going to keep a copy and I'll do it. 
the keeper of the piles of paper. It's an important role. Have them nicely separated. <laughs> With assistance. <laughs> um, so the issues included uh, remote participation, which is not yet approved, so still in discussion, I think, by the Board of Supervisors. And uh, the commentary was that if approved, only it would only be approved for two meetings per year, two remote meetings per year. So it's not something that we can count on for the long term. Um, so does anybody have any comments, questions, any discussion about the March minutes? Would you like to take a moment to take a look at them a little bit longer? Interesting, the adult population in Loudoun County and uh, one of the uh, proclamations at the same meeting to which the Area Agency on Aging was giving a proclamation was for uh, Asian Pacific Islanders, Hawaiians, uh, and the, the distribution of those minorities in Loudoun County. It was 24% in all of Loudoun County and 40% in Dulles South. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's, it's a heavy uh, adult uh, overseas population. The reason I pay attention to Dulles South, uh, Sammy represents that, but my wife Christine taught down there uh, before she retired. Uh, so uh, we pay attention to Dulles South, perhaps more than Tony does. <laughs> Tongue in cheek, Tony, sorry. Uh, any other comments, questions? We make a motion, then we approve the March 8th meeting minutes. Second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Uh, we have uh, a majority. We have total approval. So uh, that is five yes and uh, <coughs> two absentees. And <coughs> uh, so with that said, <coughs> two absentees. Khalil. Uh, requested a uh, <clears throat> inactive inactive status that is provided for in our meeting bylaws our COA bylaws and he can re request an inactive status for up to six months he has so requested I've so approved and alerted Lynn and Terry of that status. And I sent out the new roster yesterday that yeah. indicated that. Yeah, yeah. And so inactive status means that he is not counted as part of the participants in the meeting. So we have eight members of the COA, but he is not counted as a participating member. So we have only seven members in our... Do we know when he might come back? Or? That would be in October. Oh, October. October. Yeah, that would be in October. And um, the provision also exists for uh, requesting an extension, but we may want to ask him to reconsider at that time. I guess I would go kind of the secondary question. Is his wife going to get better? I mean, is this a temporary thing? Oh, um, 
I thought that's what you were asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's because that's really that depends. was really the underlying question. Yeah, that, yeah. He did say in our telephone conversation that he hoped that his wife's condition would be resolved. Excellent. So it might be before October, which is good news for all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to keep him in the communication link by sending out the uh, meeting agenda, meeting minutes and other issues associated with Commission on Aging. So he can, can be attuned to what is going on. And he can let us know if he has any questions or anything he'd like to know. Exactly. Because right now, I mean, uh, there's no representation. Phyllis Randall is the one that's That's correct. Right. That's correct. Right. That's going to need to keep him in the loop somehow. That, yeah. that, that's all. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And and I'll certainly invite that. Uh, so that's a good suggestion. So we Rich, can I ask you, when you went to move uh, the motion to approve the minutes, who made the motion? I know Tony seconded. Did Rich? I didn't Rich know if he could do that. I don't know if I can. I didn't know if you oh, okay. could. I didn't oh, think you could. Yeah. Kathleen, okay. I, I didn't think you could. That's yeah. why. Okay. Yeah. okay. Thank you. So, thank you. But, but that's, that's the role. I make my motions anytime I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you do have emotions. So the chairman report, uh, and again the April 12th meeting, I don't know how that we, was formally handled. I did talk to David Street and County Admin, so oh, we good. will post it, uh, okay. uh, but I assume we could just get a vote that you approve for me to put it up. The summary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A similar let's, let's take a look at then the summary of the April 12th meeting and uh, ask if there are any questions or comments, any corrections. I have one small correction. Um, in the minutes under my name with comments that it says, Kathy says, Supervisor Tony, Tony Buffington doesn't have his own newsletter. That's not quite correct. Yeah. He does not have a monthly, oh, a monthly okay. newsletter. Okay. He does ad hoc when there's any okay. announcement to be made. Yeah. Okay. In fact, he does a really good job of it. I'm on yeah. his mailing list. Yeah. yeah, you said yeah. he said I'm that. always getting yes. information from Right, him. right. I just wanted to make that. And I believe that his assistant is... C-H-R-I-S-T-I. -I. Okay, Beth Christie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, any other questions, comments? We have a motion then to approve uh, the meeting summary. We need to do that? We have to do that? Yeah. Uh, we just so I can post it. I'm just going to, I have to yeah. post it up. I move, that we, okay. I move that we approve the meeting summary of second. our last meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do we have uh, our approval from the membership? Aye. Aye. Okay, we have a five and zero again. So thank you for uh, going that extra mile, uh, Terry. And, Finding out what we're supposed to do with these things. So would that be five two zero? Or we have uh, uh, Samia. Uh, no. uh, five two five zero two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah thank you. Uh, continuing with uh, then the chairman comments, I did uh, 
make comments that there was a segue associated with uh, Medicare, and that is the, and it takes, uh, jumps into Kathy's area, uh, and that is social isolation. The president and vice president are working with a number of internet providers to provide internet access for qualifying individuals. So this is not an extension of the infrastructure that is already being worked within the state of Virginia and in the county. But uh, uh, this is for those who are now less likely to afford internet access to have that access through provisions by the internet providers. <coughs> so that's, <coughs> that's my segue. <coughs> So, huh? so I just hope, I think that'll help, I hope that'll help a lot. I hope so, too. I mean, too. there's a whole, I've never touched a computer in my life thing for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, and, and Or I don't have a computer. Yeah, thing. you're absolutely right. And um, I point to a personal experience. My dad said, you know, i got to learn how to use a computer. So he signed up for a course at the community college, and that was his first, his next mistake. Because yes. <laughs> they, they, they go into all the basics, you know, how operating system and all that stuff. And that's not what he wanted to know. No. He wanted to know, to know how to push to buttons. buttons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah no, I, I was just remembering this the other day with my husband. When, when Internet sort of just started, um, they had these, I don't know what they really called them, but we called them granny, granny links. I just when we talked about it, uh, that were like foolproof. You mm. couldn't do anything with the operating system. Yeah, yeah. It was in there, you couldn't touch anything, but you could push a button and email your grandchild. And there That's are, what we're looking yeah. for for people. Uh, the Area Agency on Aging magazine does advertise that type of equipment. Now, it, I don't know if they're advertised as foolproof, but it's just several keys, you know, internet, Phone call mm -hmm. and probably calendar. I don't know. Calendar. That's, that's too <laughs> I know they have phones like that. Yeah. And um, and maybe that I'm just wondering. That's something that I feel like there's a need for. Is a very simple, you know, gets you on Facebook and gets you on like Zoom with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those few little things because there are a lot of um, especially women, especially my age and older, who never really had access to a computer much. Maybe not my age, maybe a little older. But I don't know about all of you, but when I was in high school, there was a computer, and only three boys were allowed to touch it. <laughs> I am not joking. And so what did I know about computers until I was an, an adult? Whereas now, of course, every three-year-old knows how to do it. But we've got that, that generation that didn't have that. Oh, yeah, I remember when the Internet was invented. <laughs> it was under Gore, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that was after I got out of the Navy. So yeah. like, uh, the, um, the libraries, I know, at least the, the Rush Library in Leesbury, talked to them. If, if somebody brings in 
a laptop or that, that will work with them. Uh -huh. uh, of course, our problem is getting to those people who can't get to the library yeah, or get yeah, into town. Yeah. That's one consideration. Or can't afford a laptop. And then, yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they could work with the ones that are already in the like, uh, library. Yeah, like yeah. you said, yeah. to get to yeah. the library. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, it's frightening. First time I talked, I was afraid the whole thing's going to blow up, you know, where I delete everything and all that, you know. So. You know, it's good your high school has computer. My school, uh, only the girls were allowed to test them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone could touch a typewriter, but... Uh, yeah. There was one computer, and I mean, I saw how it worked because I was friends with the three boys. <laughs> but very few people and no girls could yeah. touch it. Then they programmed it to help you pick out a college, and it sent me to the exact wrong places. Yeah. So I thought, oh, computers are stupid, and I didn't touch one again for 15 years. Mike brings up an issue, an issue the typewriters. Uh, I went to a Catholic boys' school, much as Tony did, and uh, typewriting course is just not offered when you're in a Catholic boys' school. But if you wanted to skip lunch, you could take uh, a typewriter course. And my father said, "You will do it." Uh, actually, he said nicer than that. He said, "Richard, this one come in handy." And uh, and I value those lessons and I'm I know that we have all seen uh, pictures of people writing news items with type type saying see those movies on TV or something else but so I'm thankful that I I know what a courty means <laughs> <laughs> mrs. Lynch was the meanest teacher I ever had and my biggest Accomplishment in high school, like type 45 words a minute, and I got a card that said I did it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. And I was so happy I did it. <laughs> I took typing, but my mother would only allow me to if I promised never to tell an employer I could type. Oh. oh. Because I would never get out of the typing. Yeah, that's probably. Take shorthand. Don't tell your boss that either. Yeah. She yeah. Said, yeah. That's for college. You never tell an employer. Yes, ma'am. Not a bad idea. Okay. Richard, if I could, oh, I'm oh, sorry, Lynn, go ahead. I just wanted to make a comment. I just wanted to make sure everybody knows that every uh, one of our senior centers has a computer lab, and we have many, many classes yeah. and yeah. where people come in and help with all sorts of yeah. what you're talking about. How do I do this? How do yeah. I do that? Yeah. That's great, but we do still have that isolated population who can't get there. That's yeah. the yeah. folks I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that there are all those great community resources for people who can get in a car or something and get there. Yeah, yeah. I'm jumping ahead a bit, but the list of NVAN possible legislative and budget issues this year includes this one on the legislative part. Uh, digital affordable inclusion for older adults, broadband, high speed, to address social isolation. There's more to it than that, yeah. but uh, I think what Nancy's talking yeah. about partly is the little grand pads that yeah. can be, I think I sent something to Lynn a couple of years ago when I was not aware of them yeah. at all, yeah. Yeah. and uh, they do not cost that much, but people who have nothing yeah. still need yeah. that yeah. kind of help. Anyway, this is a focus that's becoming, because of the yeah. Uh, broadening yeah. of broadband. Uh, 
All those who are on the NVAN mailing list have an opportunity to review those items, and there are numerous budget and legislative items, and we're all asked to pick the top five of each, which then will be evaluated for uh, a combined top five on which we'll all be given an opportunity to vote uh, at the next meeting. Squeeze it down to three in each area. Yeah, yeah, three uh, each area. Next Tuesday, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week, I think, uh, end of week is when those votes are permitted. Wednesday. 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 Okay, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. tomorrow. Okay. The 11th. Right. Something for me to do for the rest of the rest of my day. <laughs> I, I, I took a look at that email and scrolled through, and I said, oh, I've got to print this off so I can evaluate and haven't done that. Yeah. So it's not the first time. Um, second uh, subject, Sue Lessman has resigned from the Ashburn District, as we all know, with the new Ashburn Senior Center. Perhaps we can, uh, <laughs> Senior Center, we go and say, is there someone that you think that uh, is a member of the Ashburn Senior Center who would be interested in becoming a member of the CUA? Hmm, possibly. Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, something I will put to Seoul yeah, yeah. and uh, in the next couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they'd have to live in the right district. In the right yeah. district. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I live close to the senior center, but I'm in a different district. Yeah. Yes. I know, I know. And uh, uh, I'm reminded that 50% of our membership, CLA membership, must be over the age of 60. So if you're over the age of 60, raise your hand, please. <laughs> We're covered. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right, so, so we've got five at least, so that's good. And uh, I don't know about Sammy, and I won't ask because it's not necessary. Rich, can I just, I, about two months ago, I met with Sue because I was interested yeah. in and where she was coming from and all that. And I asked her how she got interested in becoming a member of the COA. And it was just, well, I don't know, heard about it yeah. and it was out there. And I just, how can we foster people who have a genuine interest in aging issues and are willing to, um, invest some of themselves in that. I, well, I guess it just gets reviewed by the Board of Supervisor of that district, the application uh, process. Yeah. How does that work? And, and, and getting interest is the primary purpose of the yeah. Area Agency on Aging. I felt uh, so bad because she, she yeah. just didn't see a lot of kind of comments that were not positive. Oh. And, um, this is such an important group, yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. And and I just wonder what goes into. I, I thought it came from the supervisor. The board. Yeah. The, well, yeah. that's what yeah. I wanted yeah. too. The yeah. board yeah. member of the each district right. chooses mm -hmm. somebody. Yes. Yes. It is their selection, yeah. not ours. Yeah. However, people who are interested then need to, to contact apply. that supervisor. There's an application process, there's a nomination yeah, 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 yeah. process, yeah, yeah. an approval process, you know, it's a process. Right. Um, 
but we have sent information to the board about what is the COA and what they should be looking for oh, okay. for okay. someone. And so that, that person, those people who have it understand what it is and what it is not. So, you know, we have sent that information, and I've just reiterated all of that with um, Steve Torpy just recently, and recent information, say, please share this with the, you know, the person who distributes all that stuff to the board and to their aides, because it's really the aides who are more instrumental. Oh, absolutely. You know, because each time there's a, when there's a new election, they have... I don't even know how many, lots and lots and lots of people they need to appoint. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they don't have the time to go through, you know, a whole lot. So the more information you can give them, we want to make it easier for them to, this is what we're looking for, and so they can, you know, tell anybody who gets with them so yeah. they understand yeah. Yeah. I'm not what it is. I'm yeah. not critical. I'm just yeah. concerned no, no, no. Yeah. that um, we get people here who want to do... Mm -hmm. Good work yeah. mm -hmm. uh, to help support. So, and, and certainly a recruiting ground is people, let's say, on the advisory boards mm -hmm. at the senior centers, if they so choose to do more. Yeah. People who are involved in the community ambassador program. The community ambassador program, that's what caught me. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So mm -hmm. you know what you're, mm -hmm. you're doing. You know what the various programs are offered through the Area Agency on Aging by being a member of the community ambassador program. And when an opportunity arises, you just say, hey, maybe I can make a difference. So um, I guess I'm going to ask some questions then. I'm assuming the supervisor is aware of it, correct, that she's resigned? Yes, I oh, yeah. sent yes. an And has email. there been anything back from them no, that says, no. okay, then? Whomever that supervisor is needs to nominate somebody. And well, so... And I wonder, has her name been taken off of the, yes. the website? Yes, so that's all done. There. Yes, yep. I okay. let county admin know when someone yes, resigns. We, I sent a copy of her resignation yes, email. Jennifer Grimmel will include it monthly. We get a listing of who has applied for certain vacancies. So oh, she's going to okay. post that. Oh, nice. And then we kind of know each district and each advisory board that has vacancies, it'll be listed in that email, and they discuss it at the board meeting. I'm, and then I'm just we'll curious, does every supervisor have the same um, application form? Yes. yes. Because I know that when I did the application form, it looked pretty in-depth to me. I mean, I thought mm -hmm. the questions were very good. Yes. And I think I, they recently... Yes, it's consistent. Thought, it's an application that. process countywide. Because yes. I thought, you know, they really would get people who are interested with these questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty yeah. complete. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was kind of impressed. Mm -hmm. uh, agree. So do we, I guess, so now that gets back to what we're talking about, then do we start trying to recruit someone? Or do we work? No, really, it's up to the supervisor. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, yeah, yeah. so I'm not sure... It's a conversation with that supervisor and a conversation right. with interested individual to contact that supervisor's office. And, and That's the person who must select. And right. the only reason for my comment and turning to Deborah is, now, are there people who are interested who we should you know, let them know of the availability of a position? So we're not recruiting. We're just saying, oh, okay. we're just saying uh, is there someone who is interested? Perfect. Okay. 
will stop by, stop at providing information rather than offering money. <laughs> <laughs> and they also need to, and then and that, that person is a volunteer, then they have to go through the volunteer process with, Deb, with Deborah Bressler, oh, our volunteer true. program. Because yeah, it's yeah. one and the same. You yeah, all yeah. had to register as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So. Um, going on. Um, since our last meeting, I also established a special committee consisting of Tony and Kathy to uh, uh, meet outside of our monthly COA meetings to, to discuss matters associated with improving the lives and, and welfare of our senior population. We're limited, I think, to two people. It's if there's three or more. Two people can meet. Yeah. If it's three or more, yeah. it's considered a public meeting, and Terry must post yeah. it. Yeah. So, so they're, they're sneaking underneath. Just, we just, yeah, yeah. I had a little trouble meeting when we were supposed to. Uh, yeah. Had a, a very terrible week uh, <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had the house painted, and, yeah. uh, oh. the, yeah. and we stayed in the house when they were painted, which was a bad idea. Uh, I made two good friends, Omario and another guy, uh, Nonable Inglese. I don't know. So I, I think I'm going to put them on my in income tax. Uh, espresso every morning, and uh, you know. And, uh, so I kind of miss them, but that's. Uh, but my wife is just out. Uh, you know, no, no more. Don't do it. So yeah. I, I, I need to stay home with her. But we'll, we'll get together. We'll be. I got to write up that story. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> So, the committee has not yet met, but uh, they are uh, in place formally, and again, that's a provision of the bylaws, and uh, I'm going to let Kathy talk about one of the findings that uh, she made over the past month, and that is the Virtual Center for Active Adults. Just that term is uh, impressive. Um, Schedule for the remainder of the year. Uh, Lynn reminds us that past years uh, the COA has canceled a meeting in the summer and a meeting in the winter. And so uh, this is a time for us to consider that issue. Do you have any preferences, any limitations, any uh, periods of absence that would prevent your participating? <coughs> I looked at my calendar because my lady and I are on the road a lot, uh, but we're here for every second Tuesday, which is kind of neat. Uh, and so, open to you folks. Do you have a preference, Tony? Kathy? Mike? August is kind of the typical month that yes. the county goes on. Yeah. August is usually a busy month. Yeah. Yeah. month? And August. the board is suspended August, yeah. in August. August yeah. Most There's of the a possibility I may be away for two weeks and I don't know when. A lot of travel. Um, my husband requires surgery that is not available in the D.C. area. Oh, my heavens. Mm. So we're going to have to go somewhere, have the surgery, and spend a little bit of uh, recuperation time. Okay, good. Either probably New York or Boston is looking yeah. like the two most yeah. likely locations at this time. But we don't know... When or when. I was surprised that there was a surgery not available in the Washington D.C. metropolitan oh, area. Oh yeah, especially with no. NIH and other places. There mm -hmm. is not. Wow. Uh, well, 
He's got a paralyzed diaphragm. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. That such a thing, A, existed. Yeah. B, could be fixed, yeah. but not here. Oh, wow. Is what we have found. Yeah. Well. And we're un undo John finishing Hopkins. up. John Hopkins. That's the closest, and that's not in the area, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. We'd still have to stay there. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, in advance, your absence is hereby approved. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just don't know when it's going to be. Well, I still no approval is not testing. necessary. So, Rich, I will not be here next month. Okay. My oldest grandchild is graduating from oh. high school in California. Yay! Oh. Congratulations, Congratulations to your grandchild. Yeah. How about the summertime? Will August good? July is. I hope to be here. I'm getting back from a trip the night before oh. our meeting. I might be asleep, but I'll be, I'll be here. Okay. So August be good? August would be good if we satisfactory. August is fine. Yeah. Okay. August is satisfactory. So let's make August one of the months, Terry. Okay. And then uh, in uh, the winter, December or January or seem to be the more popular months. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, December, you're building up to Christmas. In January, you're recovering from <laughs> Yeah, uh, it just seems to me that the weather's worse in January. Yeah, very true, very true. And uh, it's almost, I mean, I'm thinking maybe it's actually better and safer to do January, unless okay. people really, really want December. Okay. Any objections to January? No. Well, may I just say this? I believe the bylaws require us to actually do things in January, mm -hmm. the first meeting in January. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to have a meeting, yeah. so it might be December, December the default. Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Well, that's okay. And, yeah. uh, and so we'll, just thinking we'll about need to... People getting hurt. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll need to, to advance the other processes in November now, naming a nominating committee. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, nice to say that. So let's, let's say December then. Okay. December for our next. I always reschedule if we have terrible weather. Of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not too worried about it, but there may be other members who are. Yeah. And, and if there is bad weather, by the way, just so everybody's aware, if the if the county declares, um, what do you call it? No, no, we don't go by the schools. We don't go by the schools. If Loudoun County declares a was it? Unscheduled leave. That's the word I'm looking oh, for. All boards and commissions are automatically canceled. Oh, okay. So that's what you need to look for in the winter okay. time. Got it. Not the school system, because right. then nobody would meet ever. Yes. So. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> so. Okay. County. And uh, we have segued into. Uh, it's the second time I've used the term. I love the word. Pretty good. Huh? Uh, elections. We have been remiss, and I uh, sent a, a letter of apology to everybody, an email of apology, for having overlooked, but we can always attribute it to pandemic. We did not have elections this year in January as we were supposed to. Oh, okay. And so Never we need to do that now. <laughs> I know, I know. So we are going to do nominations, <laughs> self-nominations are permitted and uh, then discussions and elections today so we can have a formal COA list of officers who if they decide to hold an executive committee meeting they will be formally executives. So 
Let's open for nominations. We have the position of chairman, vice chair, and secretary. Presently, the chairman is Richard Payne, Tony Consola, vice, and Mike Wilkins, secretary. And start. You may. So I want to nominate you so that you can finish out this year. Uh, this was something we just overlooked, and I think that certainly you would be the right person <coughs> to continue. So Thank my you. nomination is Rich for chairman. Thank you. I accept and we need a second or second? I don't know if you no, second no. nomination. Yeah. Yeah. I'll second it. Yeah. yeah. If you do. Yeah. So be it. And this is my last year of uh, eligibility for the chairmanship. So thank you for remembering that. Uh, I should have mentioned that at the outset. But uh, as of January, uh, and you should start thinking now of who your new chairman is going to be. Uh, I will gladly continue as a member of the COA and support the new list of executives in any way possible. So thank you, Mike. Do we have a nomination for vice chair? Mm -hmm. How about Tony? I would like to just continue, yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, this was just an unusual situation yeah. where we yeah. COVID and everything, we just kind of skipped. So my opinion is we're just kind of making up what we missed, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, okay. so I'm not sure who made it. Go ahead. Okay. I'll second you. Go ahead, Nathan. <laughs> I'll, I'll nominate Mike. As oh, there we go. <laughs> Mike. But however, we're sort of running over everybody. I mean, I want to make sure that no nobody else has a, something. I mean, oh, we've got to we've got to warm up. We don't want to we don't make the the uh, period in office too short. We want to right. save them for next year. Oh, well, that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's tongue-in-cheek, obviously, but uh, I appreciate my yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I recommend the nominations be closed, and uh, we vote unanimously to <laughs> keep the same. <laughs> is, that, is that part of the motion? That's I part vote of the motion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I move unanimously. Okay, then I'll separate. One motion. Okay. <laughs> nominations be closed. Okay. Um, Rich, who? Nominated Mike, or who made yeah, the second? Yeah, I, I, I nominated. I, okay. Yeah. You know. I wanted to make sure that my voice was heard. <laughs> and who seconded that? Was it uh, Tony? I think it was Nancy who seconded. I think, I seconded them Nancy, all. Just I think she Nancy. seconded. Yeah, them. Okay. Just to make it convenient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get the names in there. So um, we have the nominations. The nominations have been closed. I now need a motion to conduct elections. I move that we have elections. Okay. And we need a second. A second. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, so we have a motion is made, seconded to conduct elections. And so uh, we are going to, since there are no nominations other than uh, one per each uh, position, uh, I concur in Tony's. Uh, Motion. Maybe maybe somebody's not running. Oh, uh, make, Kathy, could you say that we want to have the election uh, vote vote everyone in by acclamation or something? You know, so I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's kind so, of Kathy's. kind of a, kind where, of, where is, of me where is Kim? She's our 
Yes. Robert's a rules person. Yeah, I know, I know. And we're taking advantage of her absence. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The cat's away, the mice are playing. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. will lose a boulder. She, she's, okay. she's done well. Okay, so we have uh, the acclamation motion made. Seconded. Second. Okay. And so we are hereby uh, seating our new set of officers. So thank you all. And that concludes the, uh, the chairman's commentary. And I now turn over to Lynn. Lynn, are we going to talk whether we wanted uh, Scott Gross in yeah. June? Yeah, okay, I is that yours? Okay. I have that. Oh, yeah. All righty. Uh, quick up, couple updates. Um, the uh, I had told you all about the Loudoun Times Mirror reporter. She, uh, she's doing a series of stories on AAA programs and services. The first story, which was about the AAA meals program as well as the Central Kitchen, because that's they go together, um, was published Friday this past Friday uh, on May sixth. Terry sent out the link to all of you, and mm -hmm. I think Terry was trying I'm to print it, but it's a little. It's, it's a little kind difficult of a piece to print, yes. but well, just you. so you know. Um, and then the plan is a second story will be coming out about that is mostly going to focus on the senior centers, the growth of AAA over the years, and that publishing date is to be determined. And then there'll be a story on the adult day centers. Um, the reporter is set to meet with one of the ADC managers to get that process rolling. And then hopefully fourth will be the Elder Resources Program. I have asked the reporter to contact you, Tricia, um, directly. And the volunteer program was pretty much covered um, in the meals program. So it's up to the reporter if she, you know, wants to do more on that. I mean, that's certainly fine with me. The more, the better. Um, and Deborah Williams will be the contact with the reporter. Um, because she's been, you know, with me when we've been interviewed and talked with the reporter. So I just wanted you all to know that, that there is more to come. Uh, Cheryl Flowers, who is the manager of the Leesburg Adult Day Center, um, has retired, and we have already have an app. We've already done interviews, and applicants been selected, and is in process with HR. So that vacancy will be filled soon. Um, until a new AAA director is in place, um, Tricia is going to be filling in as the interim COA staff liaison. She will be, you know, doing the role that, that I play. She'll be pro providing this report, the monthly report, as well as reviewing and editing the minutes that Terry sends her. Could not be better. So. Thank you. Uh, what else? Uh, the Board of Supervisors, as Rich had said earlier, did present this proclamation for Old Americans Month on May 3rd. Um, I was there, Chair Payne was there, Vice Chair Fasolo, and PRCS Director Steve Torpy. We were all at the board meeting and were there when they presented this, and I will read this to you. Whereas every May, the Administration for Community Living leads the nation's observance of Older Americans Month. And whereas older Americans play vital, positive roles in our communities as family members, friends, mentors, volunteers, civic leaders, and members of the workforce. Whereas Loudoun County Area Agency on Aging and the Department of Family Services will share how planning, participation, accessibility, and making connections all play a role in aging in place. 
emphasizing that what each person needs and prefers is unique. And whereas community awareness provides an opportunity to hear from, support, and celebrate older Americans in our neighborhoods, network, and lives, and whereas the 2022 Older Americans theme is called Age My Way, an opportunity for all of us to explore the many ways older adults can remain in and be involved in their communities. Therefore, be it resolved that the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors is hereby proclaim April 2022. It's actually May, but um, I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry That's about it. <laughs> As Older Americans Month. And then they all sign it. They presented this, you know, to me, and we took our pictures. And there were some pictures. I don't know if. There's pictures public if you go to that board meeting, you know, that, you know, yeah, it's all yeah. on the website. Okay, okay. Um, and I'll, I will hand this over to Steve uh, for safekeeping. <laughs> oh, so it actually had April in there. I thought she misread something. Yeah, but no, I, it actually did say that. And I, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I won't worry about it. Lynn, I'm sorry. Are we going to have any, I, I guess you call executive sponsors since Karen also left? So will there be? I don't know that Steve's actually designating an interim. I think he'll just be, you know, trying to fill the position pretty soon. Okay. But as far as I know, no one has been said, okay, someone's going to fill in in Karen's role right. officially. No, Steve will. I don't believe so. Specifically for COA is what I was talking about. Uh, well, Tricia. But, I mean, yeah, but then there's the next level. Well, Steve Karen's will. Wanda put it on his calendar and said that if need be. Yeah, he, he would, would but Karen, I only mean, if he needed. Karen never needed to really be here. You know, that's not no. That's not required or, or, or necessary, well, so to speak. To so, <laughs> no, I'm just saying <laughs> it's really up to the next person and Steve uh, okay. okay. how they choose, you know, to okay. do that. All right, perfect. So, okay. But it is required that the AAA director and certainly relevant AAA staff are here, and the AAA director is the official liaison. Okay. Um, I also put, and we'll be sending this out to you, um, within the last 10 years, I listed um, all the national awards that the Loudoun Area AIDS and Aging has received. Tricia had asked me about this, and I said, you know, we need to get this list together. Yeah. So. You know, we actually had it. I found it as I was going through things and, you know, but so anyway, it's in this. So you'll all have that. Um, let's see. Elder resources. I'll let Tricia give you her, her update on that. And um, that is it. Tricia, do you want to say a few things? Oh, and I wanted Deborah Williams to say something about um, the virtual membership. Okay. Oh, Tricia, you want to give your update? Very brief. Um, we attended the Leesburg Flower and Garden Festival on April 23rd, and AAA had a, a table or a booth, a tent there, and we had over 350 people request information regarding the wow. AAA. That's, so that was yeah. that's awesome. That's a lot. If you've ever yeah, sat at a table lot. and talked to people, that's that's yeah. a good amount of people. Um, there were many, many more than that that walked by, so we had good exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was a great, um, that was our first time doing it, and we hope to do idea. it each year. Um, yeah, great venue for, for outreach. Um, and the only other thing, we have a upcoming caregiver program um, responding to, to 
Responding to dementia-related behavior is on Wednesday, May 18th. Um, and that's being presented, I believe, Bob Bell from the Alzheimer's Association. So just let me know and we can get you signed up if you know of anyone the, the link will be in our meeting in our it's virtual. Mm -hmm. Virtual. Yep. yep, that's a virtual. So anybody can join from anywhere. The one that uh, uh, maybe two months ago now, it's been a while. We had the on I so love that. I'm not I remember if it was in then or one that you guys put on. That just Open my eyes to so much about uh, certain characteristics of dementia. Mm -hmm. It was an excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that in band? It might have been. Yes. Yeah, it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. Rachel Wonderland. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's right. Right. That was in band. Yeah. Is that it, Tricia? Yes. Um, in terms of, I know that you all, you know, had got this information about this virtual center for active adults, which is something that sounds like it's a Northern Virginia NVAN-related initiative, um, you know, which we will certainly closely follow. But I also wanted to let you know, and Deborah can give you a little more details, that um, we here at AAA have um, been talking about and starting to actually develop um, a virtual membership so that any adult in Loudoun County 55 and over can be a virtual member of any of our senior centers. So if you want to say a little bit more about that. So it's along these ideas to capture all those people who are not able to or don't choose to get on a bus, come to the senior centers, drive there themselves. So it's another outreach for, you know, in regard to addressing social isolation, a virtual membership. Yeah. Uh, several months ago, we threw the idea around and we, we pulled together a survey to send out. So the survey, the first survey went out to the um, home delivered meal recipients. And in the virtual membership, what we are looking at is trying to connect people because, um, you know, with the senior center or with programming for older adults. And it could be like the um, the virtual um, workshop that you went to with the, with dementia, or it could be an exercise program at one of the senior centers, or it could be something that the caregivers program that Patricia's group is putting on. But what we were thinking about, and I was talking to several tech-savvy people who also have family members who are in the age group that, you know, I, want, I have a computer, but you know, I don't want to have to figure this out. And so they gave me some great ideas. And um, so I've talked with a number of the staff. And in the virtual membership, you'll, be, you'll pay a fee to be a virtual member. You will get links to the different programs that we will be offering virtually. And in that, we are also looking at how we can provide the equipment and have the equipment installed at your house. Oh, wow. And how That's we great. would be able to uh, work with the county to have a um, the a computer nerd that you, <laughs> you would call if you are having some issues with your computer. And one guy said to me, oh, text happy guy, said, uh, well, my mother, because of her condition, she cannot use a laptop. 
And so he says, why not think in terms of, this really got me excited, why not think in terms of having something installed on a wall and it's touch screen that if you have a um, condition that you cannot maneuver on, um, on a laptop, that you can just touch the screen and say, I want to go to uh, the caregiver's program on Wednesday night. And it's, it's right there on your screen. And, um, you know, because we know that compute, we are moving in that direction. So why not go ahead and jump on board or jump ahead of the game and get the seniors in Loudoun involved in that? And I see you're thinking over there, Mike. So, <laughs> so I, you know, right now we're, it's a, I think it's a great idea. Lynn thinks it's a great idea. We have run the idea by all of the leadership. Steve and thinks it's a great idea. Oh, good. So we are just now pulling together, okay, how are we really going to make this work? So we have sent out surveys, and we got a larger number of surveys back. I think we sent out 283, and so far, and you know, when people send surveys, it's usually not that. I think about 50 have come back in already. <coughs> so and that went out two weeks ago. So that's what we are looking at and thinking about. You know, and how we will pull it together. So if you have ideas, and I know you're very sad, Mike. So if you have ideas as to how we can make this work, you know, we are open to that. But I just think the touch screen idea is a, you know, it would be the way to go rather than having somebody having to have a laptop. And in the in on the survey, we asked people if they would be interested in providing their own equipment, and some people said yes. You know, just tell me what the cost would be, yeah, yeah. and I would provide my own equip equipment, and you know, somebody mm -hmm. would just come in and install it. Great ideas. Perfect ideas. I have a quick question. Would it be um, with the virtual membership? Would what's the timeline that you're thinking about? Is it something in the next year, or two years, or more recent? Um, we're thinking in the next year to pull all the pieces together okay. and introduce it, and that's what I am thinking, mm -hmm. and uh, introduce it, well, we're introducing it now, but introduce it to the population in the next 18 months to two years. Oh, okay. That's our, our goal. Okay. And um, that's my goal, and, um, and, I'm, and that, that's Lynn's goal, and was Karen's goal also. And I know that they are no longer at the center, but I know they are in support of the, of us doing that because Lynn, we're going to install that Lynn's house, and she's. <laughs> I want somebody to call. I call you like, what do I do now? <laughs> so yeah, so that's what, that's that's my goal is to get all the paperwork done and get all the pieces pulled together within yeah. the next year. That's wow. a huge undertaking. Yeah. But I will say that for me, I use my laptop. It's a touch screen. Mm -hmm. when I do my workouts in the morning. So it's easy to also just have a computer, which might be a little more accessible mm -hmm. than that big screen, but it would work just the same. And I know they used to have um, things that basically hooked up to your TV and you yeah. used a TV remote. Yeah. So somebody who maybe can't do this could maybe point and click. 
Mm-hmm. Our voice well, already probably got it. Our voice activated because yeah. now, like with our Roku, yeah. all we have to do is push the and so say yep. what we want. So those may be already in people's homes. Right. Right. And yes. Repurposing them a little bit is a lot cheaper than buying new equipment. Yeah. yeah. At least for those people that have it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, I incorporated into something similar to the Siri program, mm-hmm. where they actually can just speak. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like voice activated. Yep, yeah, that's what we maneuver. do. They have mobility issues, and exactly. they can't, but they can speak, mm-hmm. and they can go to certain areas, mm-hmm. and they can. Yes. They do a voice activated, like Alexa. Like Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had the thought that if you looked with, excuse me, mm-hmm. they're gone. Yeah. If you. Uh, Sorry about that. If you looked with uh, one of the many centers for independent living in the country, which are mandated to exist to serve people with disabilities, mm-hmm. they pro- they have people there who know all the equipment that's there and also all this, the uh, programs to provide them for people. Because if you can't do this, no matter how old you are, you would be classed as having a disability mm-hmm. and could probably access that funding as well. Mm-hmm. That's smart. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank goodness. Yes. But engineering's not my thing. And here in Loudoun, just by the way, the Center for Independent Living here, we have, um, it's called Lendependence, Loudoun Independence. That is one of our actual peer partners. So. so they probably have access to that information for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, that's a good point. Some good resources there. Great. Thanks. Thanks to lots of luck. That's quite an undertaking. Yeah. So, do we have a committee? What, how's this? How are you putting this together? <laughs> um, no, I don't have a committee yet. Oh, she's doing but it herself. I, um, that's something that we were planning to, that we were planning to you know, pull the committee together. Right now, it's Deborah Williams, Deborah Bresler, Deborah Mobley. That right now we are the three that have been working, you know, put, trying to put the pieces together. Because at first we thought the size was just too far fetched. And then as we started talking to people, they said, no, that's, that's not far. That's a great idea. That's not a far-fetched. And then when I talked to the managers at the senior centers, they were saying, oh, we just need a person mm-hmm. that's going to oversee the virtual memberships because it's nothing that we want to put on the staff at the senior centers because we will still have member, you know, physical memberships there. And, the, and so we would have to have someone to oversee. So uh, as we're pulling the committee together, I will keep you in mind, Mike. Okay, no, that's what I was wondering. If yeah. You'll let anyone accept staff. Yeah, the yes. virtual membership can be handled by just one individual. Right. So it covers all of the senior right. centers. Mm-hmm. And see, the work, yeah, and, and that's what we think about. Yeah. The, Deborah and I had talked, Deborah, the Debras and I had talked about the virtual membership would have one staff person yeah. that takes care of all yeah. the virtual yeah. members yeah. and yeah. make sure all the links yeah. get to yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. I'm certain the more the word gets out, people are really going to want to engage. Yes, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very I would love to call you part. I'm not tech savvy like Mike is, but I'm interested in 
content and how to reach people and, and that sort of thing. I'm also interested that. in that. So, so reflective yeah. of Kathy's interest in helping and contacting, she has been in contact with the lady who runs the virtual center for active adults. Sort of. Sort of. Could you describe well, what, well, what your findings? Well, two years ago, mm -hmm. there was an in-band program, uh, one of their regular meetings yeah. that featured out of Fairfax County, this virtual center for active adults. And I thought, wow, that is fascinating. And I was very interested in it, and that was that was about it. And then when this notice came out from NVAN last week, I thought, gosh, I wonder if they're connected. And they are, of course, with the Fairfax. They're just adding on additional groups. Arlington is involved. Uh, and this particular one came from Prince William, Sarah Henry, yep. who is the director of their AAA program up there. So I, uh, I, I had a conversation with her, and <laughs> I realized during the conversation that for them in Prince William, it just, this program just started last Monday. Uh -huh. So they don't have a history of how it's going to be received at this moment and uh, promises that there will be updates along the way as to how many people may have uh, decided to, to use this program, et cetera. But what she did say is that uh, they are responsible for one day a week. The other groups involved will have other days, which I thought wow. made a whole lot of sense. Oh, yeah. uh, there was this cross-fertilization of ideas and, and presentations and that sort of thing. So it doesn't put undue responsibility on any particular one group, at least that's what it sounded like to me. Um, and I, I asked her about funding and they're using monies that came through with COVID. Some of the federal monies that came through there, they're kind of diverting over to this area, plus, plus other monies also. And she, she said that the senior centers were critical in, in this happening and picking up on some of the ideas and programming out of the senior centers is, is, is also uh, how they are filling up these slots of, of presentations to people. You also mentioned what you did, Deborah, uh, about not having management at the senior centers be responsible, but an additional person who takes this on as kind of that sole responsibility. Um, they are obviously using Wi-Fi, and they're giving hotspots to some people who uh, don't have that capability at this point, point in time. So they have an MOA, a memorandum to sign once you start participating here. Participants fill out a survey and they're going to evaluate in five months what's happening there. So this sounds very much like right the kind of thing that you are talking about. And I think it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. I, I and and one of the, keep the up with that. Yeah, one of the statements in here is says older adults and adults with disabilities who live in Northern right. Virginia 
are welcome to use this free resource. So yeah. that's something that is available to us all. Just getting the word out. <laughs> yeah, and well, not only that, using it. Uh, I, I looked at uh, some of the scheduling. There's a, a link here that you can go and see what the schedule is for the next week or so. So uh, I'm going to get this uh, information out to my supervisor <laughs> and uh, to other individuals who I have contact with and see if I've got a couple other copies of the same what was that? that? Sorry about the back. My machine got crazy. <laughs> so that that really was yeah, yeah. pinpointed well, uh, to that yeah. area. And and I know that you're looking to find more information and we name you as a point of contact for this, this lady who, with whom you've been speaking and, and relay information? Uh, you, you mean Sarah Henry? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, you got, I we've got had everything. no idea that Deborah was working on this other idea. Yeah. <coughs> uh, how, if I can be of help in any way, I would. So I, I, guess I think the, we'll hear about it. Yeah, yeah the key is about. just to acknowledge now yeah. and uh, distribute as many people as we can the information, uh, the information mm -hmm. so that you can take your phone and log in on mm -hmm. using this code. Mm -hmm. so. <coughs> so it works, there it is. Yep, yep. Go right to it on your smartphone. Mm -hmm. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This is kind of very exciting. And but ours is going to be better than this one. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> 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 or it may be going for both ways. Right. <laughs> and and the, this thing uh, reads, the goal of the Virginia Center for Active Adults is to enrich the lives of participants while reducing feelings of isolation. Couldn't be said better. Yeah, right. that's exciting. It's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is exciting. Uh, so now we're open for. And uh, Kathy, do you have other comments you would like to make? I just have one other thing. Um, I thought the two flyers that Leslie Katz put out for us were great. Yeah. They were camera ready, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And I had had a talk with uh, my supervisor's staff person, and she had very clearly said uh, anything we print, put out there on the news, what do we call it, newsletter that the supervisor has, needs to have concrete information, where to sign up for something, and what it's, what it's all about, yeah. which it all had. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, this is my first chance to see it all <laughs> They didn't. So I need to try some other tactic. I'm not and, sure and I, what. I, 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 I suffer with the same frustration because the supervisor is not going to send out that uh, camera-ready thing. But well, put it on the, news, the um, <coughs> newsletter is what I had told. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think that we're tasked with summarizing that information into a little block that the supervisor can include in their newsletter. That's That's been my impression because my supervisor doesn't send out attachments to her newsletter. Yeah. 
Well, I, I used the simple sheet that had it all right there. It was visually clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had the pertinent information. It wasn't the one with a lot of explanation. Yeah, I yeah. chose not to try to find that one. Yeah. So I just wondered if any of the rest of you had yeah. had luck. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to hear your success because yeah. uh, um, I haven't been able to get yeah. publication of one of those information sheets and I've always been toying with the idea, well, I'll just extract what information I can send it to see if that can be published, but haven't done so yet. I would suggest that you all get in touch with Tricia because we have had discussions with the, the clerk, well, the, that person, that position has changed, but of putting our information in uh, supervisors' <coughs> newsletters, those that do have them and other things. So yeah, we send you should run that time. through Tricia, not, I, I don't, I think that'd be a whole lot easier. Well, I knew that you were sending them, mm -hmm. so I thought this was a double reminder, yeah, if you yeah. will, oh. right. that this right. is important information, right. and I wrote a little part of my own that said, even if somebody has parents who live in the area, uh, or children who might, whose parents might need yeah. this, this uh, particular programming, it's a great way to get it out, the word yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I need to keep trying, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all do <laughs> it in our individual way. Let us share with one another when we're successful yeah. and what that success looked like. So thanks, Kathy. Mike? I really don't have anything extra I've talked about today. You have, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been nice seeing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have anything um, particular age-related, but um, I've been tracking on the different uh, websites the uh, cases of COVID, and I think we need to remind people that it's still out there, it's mutating, uh -huh. it's increasing, and we are currently on health weather. Let's see, we are in the... Da, 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 red danger zone. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I know we did this meeting unmasked. I'm not sure that was wise. Yeah. But I think we need to start, remind the people who we serve, if we serve people, that it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and I'm just my... concerned about, um, yeah, deaths are down, but not necessarily of more frail seniors. Yeah. Yep. So we need to be careful. <clears throat> My wife keeps reminding me of that, so you're I, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. I keep hitting my husband over the head with these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not doing yeah, any yeah. good because this isn't where you breathe from. <laughs> Christine and I are all so very conscientious. Any commercial activity we go into, grocery stores and like, always yeah. wear a mask. And we're, we're quadruple vaxxed and yeah. we're still careful. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, as are we. Okay, uh, Mike, I mean Tony. Oh, yeah, I've covered almost everything. Uh, one more thing on the boss meeting. You already mentioned about uh, how impressed the, the chair the chair Randall was with the volunteer hours. I, I, she's got a check, I guess, you yeah. put in there, dollar figure of cost avoidance because yeah. of volunteers. That's that's really great. And the stories in the Loudon Times Bureau, I think that's terrific. That's, that's the pro 
you know, I, I, I didn't realize all the things that did you all do here. And this was great to get the word out to people. It's terrific. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get together on the isolation. The more I think about the isolation, though, I don't know if that's really a separate issue. I think it's probably something that we should be thinking about every time a program goes out. You know, how do we get to the, how do we reach people who can't get to the senior center and all that? And this, you're doing it right there. That's, that's a great, great thing. Yeah, so. And you, you've uh, got another person authorized for the home delivered meals. I don't know when that person gets hired, but July one. Oh, good. It's effective. July. That's the beginning of the new fiscal year. The, the need is there. Yeah, definitely. That's really good. And really sorry to see you go. I, I, I was hoping they would sabotage your request no, and somehow they're hanging there. But, uh, you and me. Uh, said. <laughs> it's been great, Lynn. Thank, Thank you. you. It has. And it's, it's been a pleasure to serve with all of you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, new business, we discussed the remote participation policy. Uh, we've uh, handled the election of officers and nominations. And so the old business work plan, we've certainly covered those things. And uh, Lynn is going to arrange, Terry's going to arrange for a representative of the transportation uh, Council yeah. committee. Yeah, Trisha would be doing Trisha. that. Oh, Trisha, yeah. Trisha be doing would be doing that. Yeah, so any any meeting will be fine. Okay. Be fine Rich, um, yeah. Terry just reminded me. We, I, you need to just do a quick official vote that you'll be part of whatever remote participation policy that the board comes up with. Yeah, that you're in a. It's got to go into each each advisory board's okay. bylaws. Yes, And bill. <coughs> so. Uh, kind of engineer that there'll be you know uh, consistent language that'll go into all the boards and commissions that yeah. are nominated but it needs to be in there so if you could just do a so quick. our our present bylaws specify that remote participation is not acceptable well well yeah, what I'm saying is that, that there's going to be that's going to have to be amended oh, yeah. and that <laughs> amendment I don't think mm -hmm. was ever officially approved by the board so, oh, this, which is just we, as well because now there's this, which will officially be in your bylaws and okay. will be approved yes. by the board of supervisors. Uh, even so, though, do we have to do anything as a group by another vote, or yeah, just yeah. a, a just vote that you're just willing vote. to yeah. allow it to be yeah. included right. in yeah. the okay. bylaws? Well, I make a motion. We uh, approve the or uh, recommend that the uh, remote participation policy be. Uh, Implemented. I said. Yeah. Okay. All in favor? Done. Uh, I, I, I want to roll. Yeah, I know. We're going good today. Five zero two. There you go. Good. Thanks very much for pointing that out. And uh, we've got the new officers. The work plan. I commented to uh, Supervisor Randall uh, when the proclamation was presented that I. Appreciated the work that the Board of Supervisors is doing to improve transportation, which they have their focus on um, low-cost housing, and low-cost housing is going up in, in numerous locations, and in part because the Board of Supervisors has approved increasing the percentage of low-cost housing in any new development from 8% to 20%. And so that is certainly 
uh, exciting developers as they progress in uh, developing new developments. How's it going? <laughs> Good. I know. Thank you for Redundant. your work in doing that. Really. Uh, transportation. It's been very satisfying. And uh, transportation, We've got a new van that's coming in with the budget that's supposed to improve <coughs> that uh, lengthy study that uh, the Board of Supervisors Commission hasn't really done too much, uh, but uh, there's still a consideration on changing some of the bus routes to, to more effectively serve the underserved areas. So. <coughs> and those are our three components of our work plan. So we're at, along with social isolation. And so I think we've, we've, we're doing well. Never to the point of saying that our work here is done and disestablishing the Commission on Aging <coughs> because there are always new issues and new technology with which we can deal. So thank you all. And our next meeting is Tuesday, June 14th, and uh, we can now consider an adjournment. I make motion. a motion that we adjourn this marvelous meeting. All in favor? Aye. 5-0-2. Thank you all. This afternoon.